Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I will do it. I will go to TomBernardShow.com and it'll be magnificent. And Yeah, great uh, great job booking a guest for this week. It's, it's coming along beautifully. Janice Dickinson will join us in just about four or five minutes, as a matter of fact, to talk to her. I, I did not know this. Uh, are you ready to witness the astonishing transformation of the world's first supermodel? Did you know Janice Dickinson was the world's first supermodel? I did. I Did you really? Yeah, because I watched America's Next Top Model with Tyra Banks, and she was savage oh. to those girls. It was amazing. Really? Yeah, I loved it. Why did they put up with it? Oh, because she was like, you know how back in the day it was formulaic to have like the mean judge mm -hmm. or like the really oh, critical judge? She yeah. was that, and she nailed that role she was always like her big thing is like she grew up in an age of supermodels that you have to be waif skin like skinny like you mm. have to be tiny and so she'd always say well that that person can't be that's not she can't be runway and she'd be like skinny and she'd be like that girl's she has to lose five pounds we're like how Dude, <laughs> right the, like the modeling world with how they look at weight and stuff it's kind of gotten better yeah. but i remember doing a like it was for uh, a like a leather jacket company doing like a runway show type yeah. of thing and I i'm not like i knew you then that happened right? yeah, yeah and yeah, i'm yeah. not like a model person they just like needed some people or some guy saw me at the gym was like hey do this thing but anyway yeah. so they cater in jimmy john's in between like shows and i'm like we've been here all day yeah. i'm starving give me all the jimmy john sandwiches cookies chips you name it let's go and watching a line of like professional models go 
uh, I can eat like the br- I, I'll eat the tomato off of it and not the bread and stuff like that. I was like, I couldn't make it in this. Industry I would at all. never. No. That's. All right, I, I have to ask you guys a question here because I know we only got about a minute before Janice comes on. Um, have you ever had a dog that can open your door? Uh, no. Nope. I I have not. No, not one of mine. No. The door to this studio has one of those lever handles. It's not a knob. It's a lever oh, handle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jude can open the door. He just opened the door and came in. Judy. I'm surprised because he's so whittle. Like, I'm surprised he can make that jump. I know. He jumps up and pulls it down and comes in. It's I, hilarious. I had a foster dog that I swear was David Blaine. Her name was Taylor Swift, this foster dog. And what a shock. Shocking. Um, she had seven puppies, but her thing was she was she lived on the street her whole life. That girl could the thing she could navigate and make it look like she would get out of every kennel I put her in. She would get out of everything. I was like, all right, Tay Tay. She was crafty. You know, you just made me think of something. Hmm. I think the reason that Jude can open the door is because when Ethan started coming over a few days ago, he can pull down in that thing and, and come in. A mm-hmm. two year old. Yeah. So I think Jude watched him and said, hey, if a two-year-old kid can do it, I can do it. So he kept watching how he got in and realized that if he pulled down on that on that handle, the door would open. I do wonder where he sees himself in the pack. Is he above Ethan? Is he below Ethan? Because I think Jude thinks he's above Ethan. For sure. I'm fine oh, I don't with. think there's any question about that. That's just a given, I think. I think so, too. Well, Jude thinks he's better than everybody. But uh, what he does, which I really enjoy, you guys, you guys all have, well, not mm-hmm. all of you, but most of you have animals. Yeah, right? we all have dogs, yeah. Everybody has a dog. I just love the fact that when, when Andy and Melissa and Ethan go home, Jude sits in front of Catherine and stares at her like, what are you doing? Right, like we need You're to coming do- over every day. Get rid of them. Yeah, we need to discuss boundaries and what they- <laughs> you're letting in my house. Do they bring they because they have a dog too? Do they bring their dog as well? Daisy comes over as well, and Daisy and Jude get along really well. Oh, good. They That's don't really what I was- hang out. Yeah, but they're not harsh to one another or anything okay. like that. But but Jude has this thing, like you guys don't understand. I came to live with you guys because they're two of you. I don't want to live with five people and another dog. Jude had a hard time at my house. I mean, it wasn't so bad. Okay, so I had two dogs and a cat when I lived alone, mm-hmm. and he, um, I would say it actually went well, but he definitely didn't put himself in the category of dog. Um, no, oh no, not and at which, all. Which was fine, because my dogs are dog dogs, they don't go on the furniture, and we would go on runs and things like that. So I definitely treated them like two different entities. There was Jude, and then there were dogs. And my dogs were, like, fine with that. So a lot of times he would sit with me and be like, these dogs are disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. what the hell? What are you going to do? But, uh, yeah, let me know when Janice is ready to go and we can move right in. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the uh, the call, but I'll let you know. I understand. That's how things go sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Vikings pivotal off season could shape franchise for next decade. What do they mean by that? What, what changed Um, their quarterback got hurt, but that's about it. Yeah. I think we're officially at a crossroads where we have an option because we are up so high in the draft where we can get a high end quarterback that's young Mm -hmm. and we can kind of, okay, move forward or we can, you know, say, Hey, we had too many injuries this year. We can bring Kirk cousins back. We think maybe that can get us to 10, 11 wins. 
and we can kind of go down the veteran quarterback and kind of kick the can down the road as far as getting a new right. quarterback. But, uh, yeah, so it's kind of one road, I think, just delays the inevitable of probably having a couple bad seasons and growing pains with a young team. But it feels like this is the time to rip the Band-Aid off because I don't think we're bringing back Daniel Hunter just because he's going to want too much money unless maybe yeah, we don't he's good, bring – though. Yeah, unless maybe we don't bring Kirk back and go with that young quarterback, then we can kind of keep more guys, guys around him. Mm, don't you think that's the prudent way to go? Uh, yeah, I think in a perfect world, Kirk takes a little bit of a discount. You draft a quarterback – and then you kind of have the young guys sit for a year and, you know, Kirk can mentor him and then goodbye Kirk. But I think in reality, you probably just let Kirk walk and take a young quarterback and say, now this is our, we're going to start the future now. Can you then keep the Neil Hunter? Uh, I think so with the, as long as he wants to be here, I think you can yeah. make the money work. Yes. He's really good. I mean, this bad as this team was this year, he was still really good. Yeah, he was one of the best defensive ends or edge rushers in the league yep. this year. And the combination of him and Wanham was, I want to say, like a top five in uh, sack production. Yeah, I I tell you, it's it's you know it does piss me off when the Vikings have such a bad year. No question. The only thing I would say, and and I understand, like I said, I ran into him once at a at a restaurant, but I didn't talk to him. He was like a table away or whatever seemed like a nice guy mm-hmm. but he's never won anything has he uh kirk yeah yeah uh no like not even i think no. in college he may have gotten to a rose bowl but i don't think he ever won one and i mean it's very hard to win a super bowl but yeah he hasn't mm-hmm. ever gotten us over the hump which we've got had teams that have been good enough to get it, get us there, but he just isn't good enough to kind of take that extra step to be part of the, the 1% of the 1%. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just hoping we get lucky enough to like new England did with Tom Brady. They didn't know he was anywhere near that good. Oh, no, they had no clue. He was that good. They're, like the, the list of just players period that were taken ahead of, ahead of him that played maybe a one year or didn't play at all. Like, yeah, it's, yes. you have to get lucky and the Vikings franchise usually doesn't get uh, lucky here in Minnesota. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I like you saying that. Cause I've been, you know, around for a while, noticing that they we don't have a whole lot of luck when it comes to the big end of things. So no question about oh, it. No, Vikings have had some magnificent players over the years, and and it's got like Chuck Foreman should have won at least two Super Bowls. He was phenomenal. Yeah, when you look at, and I think we've got Janice on, but yeah, there's a lot of players that we've had the best at certain positions that haven't panned out. Yep, Janice, uh, ready to go? Yeah, she's all set to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Janice Dickinson joining us, promoting her EP, her new EP, I Coined It, which is available now wherever you get your music. Janice, what time do you need to be out by? Because I just, uh, we're a couple of minutes into it. I just want to make sure you get out on time. So do you know what time you need to be out well, by? As soon as, you can, as soon as you get everything you need. Well, that's then it's going to be like three, four hours, you know. <laughs> no, that's too late. That's too late. That's late. <laughs> Yeah, okay. we, we, we've still got the normal 10 minutes here. Get the, oh, we'd have the normal 10 minutes. Okay, so we got excellent. Uh, so are you ready to witness the astonishing transformation of the world's first supermodel? Now, I want to pause there. You were the world's first supermodel. So everybody else was a model. Janice Dickinson comes along, and all of a sudden there's a supermodel. Is that correct? Well, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It, 
it wasn't that. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on the studio floors. Sure. Blood, sweat, and tears, you know, on the Concord or the air, the, the air flights, the reservations, you know, in the taxi cabs. You know, there, it, it was really tough traveling to all these countries, being so young and trying to fit in and, and make sure that they meet the right contacts and and getting there on, on getting there to, uh, on time to be punctual. It was, yeah, I, it was rough. Yeah, I could see that. I, I got to believe that's a very, very difficult thing to do. On the constant, is there, Janice, not constant travel when you're in that position? Absolute constant travel. It's, it's yeah. constant everything. It's constant, you know, you, uh, you know, you're putting your makeup on inside the taxi cab or the limo, doing doing your hair, get, getting the stockings out, putting stockings on. You know, we had we had to do everything ourselves. We traveled, we traveled, uh, we, we traveled with everything stuffed in cases. So, yeah, that I makes was prepared sense. once they arrived. I want. It's interesting, Janice, because I did pre-read the descriptor for your visit with us today on the Tom Bernard Show, but you've included things. You, you're a gutsy woman, I will tell Well, not even just a woman. You're a gutsy human being. You face things the way things are. I'm very impressed with that, Janice, because, uh, look, I mean, here, here's an example. The swing that, it take, that your life has taken, she's making a big impact online with over 300 million views and over a half a million followers on her different social platforms. The very next paragraph, do you want to talk about that, Janice, the next paragraph? Sure, let's talk. You're you're an amazing woman. Janice Doreen Dickinson was brought up in a small household in Hollywood. She suffered a tragic childhood at the hands of her pedophile father, but soon liberated herself when she moved out to New York to fulfill her ambition to becoming a supermodel. You are a strong human being, Janice Doreen Dickinson, I'll tell you that. Well, thank you very much. It it took a lot of, uh, it took a lot of people uh, that I surrounded myself to, to help me get there. I just don't want to say, like, I just showed up and that was it. it was, yeah. There were my agents, my agents, and there were there were managers, there were hair and makeup people, there were, you know, even the people that bring the food at craft services. Every there, Everyone had a place in, in my in my life for um, keeping the show, that, you know, keeping the show on air. Yeah, that does make sense. Janice, I, I, not the same situation as, as your father. In a different way, it was. My father was a complete asshole. Uh, and I don't think people do understand when you have a parent, one or the other, that is not a good person. You will carry that with you for the rest of your life. You try to shun it, Indeed. but it just never completely Indeed. goes away, does it? Indeed, it never goes away. Even right. the verbal abuse that I got, you'll never make it. You're not good enough. Look at your body. Your breasts aren't big enough. You know, I was nothing was enough for him. Janice, you sounded like my father talking to me when you said those words. I'll tell you that. I don't think he talked about my big breasts. Other than that, no. But he he, nothing was ever good enough for him. How did you deal with the fact? Because you know, you're a talented, smart, beautiful person. Um, How did you deal with this guy just knocking you down constantly, or did that make you even stronger? an angry man that I, yeah. I knew what to say and what not to say. But, you know, I, I would get, I too have a personality and an ego. And, you know, in the middle of all of this, you know, while I was getting like put down and thrown, 
chewed up and thrown out, thrown out the window. Uh, I would, I had this, I had this forget about it attitude that I just, that I just really wanted to just tell him off and, and just tell him like, you know, you're not the greatest thing since baked bread, you know, and, um, yes. And, and just, just let him know that what I thought of him. Janice, which, I want to just salute you because. You're a very strong person, and I really, really admire that. It just uh, very quickly, because I do want to talk about your your uh, EP, I Coined It. But uh, sure. the last time I heard from my father, I hadn't seen him in decades. He called. He was dying in the hospital. Uh, I don't know why he wanted to see me. Uh, then I show up. I visit my father, who weighs about 80 pounds. He's got about five tubes down his throat, and he's dying. And as I walk so in, uh, you know, he and I never got along anyway, but he... Uh, he had a chalkboard and he wrote something on the chalkboard and it fell on his chest face down. So I picked it up and before I turned it over, I wonder what is he going to say to me? He never liked me. He never cared for me. I turned it around to Janice. You know what it said on the, on the, on the little chalkboard. I can't imagine. Get me out of here. <laughs> That's what it said. It's like Janice. No. You to get him out of there. You should have yeah. put a big grin on your face. And, and he did. No, you belong here. <laughs> All right, let's talk EP. Her uh, her new EP, I Coined It, which is available now wherever you get your music. Uh, what in, what enticed you to get into the music business? Because that's a tough business, no doubt about it. You know, I, I was sitting around and I was working just so hard on my TikTok, my... Uh, Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube, my at Janice Dickinson on all of these social platforms, social media platforms. And I just thought to myself, you know, if I could do this and, and conquer this, because it's the, it's conquering, conquering social platforms is not, e is not easy. Oh. Uh, I, I worked on it uh, like daily daily for almost over a year now. And I thought to myself, look, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. It's just like that song, New York, New York. And I, and I thought to myself, I've always wanted to be a singer. And I, 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 don't, see, I don't see anything stopping me now except for money, you know. And um, I had a bit of money that's gone now that I put into making the EP. I coined it uh, that, just, that just came out. And it happens to be number one on the... the Ooh. It happens to be number one on the dance on the on the dance floor on the dance floor circuit. It hit number one. Oh, I'm really proud of that. Well, you should be. You and the Beatles, number one, right? It's exciting. It is exciting, no question. Janice, I want you to come back. I, I uh, look because of my father. I was raised by my mother and my sisters. I adore women. They told me how to become a man. Actually. So to hear another person that went through pretty much the same situation, you'll always be one of my favorites now, Janice. I appreciate your time this morning. Oh, I, I totally appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Janice Dickinson. Ladies and gentlemen, I coined it new EP available now. God, I love that. Yeah, that's exciting. I I bet it feels really vulnerable because she's not been in that realm to even sometimes to say yeah. your dream out loud and then to pursue it with your resources. I mean, that's scary. So that's cool that she's doing it. 
Well, I'll tell you what, honestly, God, you do not run into many people like her because like I, I've talked about my childhood and it wasn't the greatest. Not, like I said, that same night when my father died, even though he was he was Baptist, my mother and they had been separated for 25, 30 years by that time. Uh-huh. My mother, mother sent a Catholic priest to give him the, the, the last rites. Yeah. Which he was dying anyway, so he didn't care. But my mother sent a priest over. And after he died, the priest walks up and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, Tom, I'm I'm sorry your father died. And I said, Father, he had it coming. <laughs> and the look that that priest got on his face. Oh, my was, God. He was like, whoa, oh boy, I got to go. Let me get away from you before lightning strikes. Right. <laughs> no, I, think- I am very impressed with that woman. Oh. To come on the radio, come on podcast, go on television, talking about your father being a pedophile. Yeah. Holy yeah, that's a strong woman right there. Yeah, she is. And she she gets a bad rap about being kind of the bad, uh, I was going to say the bad boy of modeling, but the bad girl sure. of modeling. But here's the thing. What's different between her and other people is she'll say it to your face. Now, these Cassie models, you come in, they'll say, you're amazing. We can, you know, it's very Hollywood. You're amazing. We love your look. We'll get back to you. And she'll walk in and she... She lets herself be the mean one, but actually gives them critiques that they should probably hear. Like, mm. you'll never make it in modeling because of this, or you need to oh, fix yeah. this. And and sometimes she's wrong because of, you know, time has changed the way we look at modeling. But that was the world she came from, and she truly believed it when she was saying it. It was like, mm-hmm. if, if you think that you could have, you know, walk like that down the run, well, you can't, you know? And I think, I think that's abrasive for people that don't communicate well or that think they're communicating well and think they're the nice people in reality they're they do the same thing as her they just don't give the person a chance to know why they're rejecting them should we send out an email to all the radio stations and podcasts in the country and say if you're going to interview janice dickinson please don't ask her if her father ever made a move on her because she ain't going to want to answer that question yeah that's why i didn't ask her you don't ask people that question no i think i mean I think saying escaping her or the hands of her pedophile father, yeah, I think even that's pretty vulnerable. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, honest to God, see, I never went, my father was not a pedophile, so that's a, that's a whole different setup. But for her to be so bold and so brave to come through with that and how she dealt with it and her father treated her like shit anyway, that's a strong, I, I love strong women like that. Well, you know, that's, you're such a weakling, Brittany, you know. Yeah. You know what I love, Tom, too, is that she's out there being vulnerable and we, we could say, oh, well, she's, used, you know, whatever. There are people that have also dealt with this and they deal mm-hmm. with it in silence because everyone feels uncomfortable around sure. it. And the reality of it is, is you should be able to talk about it and you should be able to have people that, um, and show that there's a life after how terrible this is and and how she's an example for that. And I think how thankful we are living in a world because 20, 30 years ago, I don't think maybe more, maybe, maybe 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, people would not have told the fact that this happened to them. Oh oh no. And then spend their lives maybe with addiction problems or relationship problems, never dealing with it because it's so un- was so unacceptable to bring up. And I'm very thankful we're in a tie- day and age where if this ter- terrible things can happen to you and you can figure out what a successful life is to you and, and, and follow that. You know, what's interesting about that is a lot of people say, God, 
Yeah, Catherine's a tough woman, man. I, that's interesting. You married such a tough woman. And I said, what do you mean it's interesting? I said, well, yeah, she's, she's pretty tough. And I said, but that's who my mother and my sisters were. Yeah. I, she attracted me immediately because she is such a tough woman and puts up with nobody's bullshit. I love that about Catherine. Yeah. I mean, right? that makes sense. I, I, I think it'd be, yeah, I, 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 I could see you with no other partner than somebody that is almost, almost to the point where it's hilarious to watch you pine over her and her be like, get a life. I, <laughs> well, that does happen on a daily basis, by the way. We should point that out. No, i luckiest guy in the world. I, I, Catherine was filling in for someone answering the phone at my attorney's office. That's how I met her. She was filling in. I walked in. Well, I told you the first thing she ever said to me. I walk in and I said, uh, would you tell Alan that Uncle Tom is here? She goes, Mr. Dorfman, Uncle Bob is here. And I said, my name is Tom. And she looks up and goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was sold. She right might, though very aggressive and assertive, she might be terrible as a receptionist. <laughs> yeah, right. she would not be a good receptionist. That's, that is a fact. I She's, think no. 40% no. of your job is conveying an accurate description of <laughs> who is at your front desk. Pretty much true, right? Who the heck is Uncle Todd or Bob? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, do we have to take a break here? Yeah. yeah. I thought we did, and I want to make sure to check in with you guys, get that done. We shall be right back in a couple of minutes. Continue with the, You know what? This is one of those shows. We get another great guest. Robert Carradine is going to be on the very famous Carradine family. Great actors. John Carradine was one of my all-time favorites, no question. But thank you again. Uh, and this is why having guests on this show is so important to me. Mm -hmm. I had I had never talked to Janice Dickinson before. It, it was a total surprise. And that's why when you do send me uh, the descriptors, I don't go on the Internet and like look up things about it. I don't do that. Yeah. Because um, I just want her or he to be themselves and go forward. It, I love that interview. She's a very, very tough woman and just very cool, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We shall be right back in a couple minutes right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Now we're talking So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. 
Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Brittany's in studio. Tevin, AJ. Um, I gotta ask you guys a question, because I don't really know anything about this stuff. And, and maybe you guys... Some people study it. I really don't much... But I just popped on the Wall Street Journal. Uh, inflation edges up after a rapid cooling in most of 2023. Would you guys have any idea why that happened? No, I I couldn't know something less. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there you go. That's a. I think is that a Josh Arnold question for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We'll, we'll talk to Josh about that tomorrow on the uh, on the family show. No question about it. But yeah, report unlikely to change the Fed's uh, near term policy outlook. Uh, yeah, it shot up quite a bit. It was just kind of hanging in there and I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Do you know enough about it? Cause I do not, uh, do you know enough about it? Uh, what caused inflation to edge up? Cause I, I have no idea. I don't know, but right. I was reading something about things that are highly, had had a huge in, inflation lately. Right. And it's the, um, groceries is one. And then the number one big inflation that exceeds, uh, growth anywhere else is daycare at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's the number, right. like, yeah. And that's yep. a big deciding factor then in people having kids or how much kids they're going to have. Because right now, I think it's, tr- I think the average is 20 to $26,000 a year if you have daycare for your child. That's and that's six grand a year. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Whoa. I have a friend that has three kids. Wow. And, they, yeah, I mean, I don't want to brag, but. No, I know. I meant, like, well, that's a lot of kids. I do. What a humble brag. Yeah. No, but, like, him it's and. a his, lot. But, yeah, and him and his wife both have, you know, like, professional nine-to-five type jobs. And they were, you know, had to have sit down and have that conversation. Like, we could save money if one of us just quits our job. Yeah. Rather than sending kids to daycare. Yeah. And so it's like when it gets to that point, yeah. it's just absolutely ludicrous to think about how much I mean, money it's costing. Think about fifty thousand. If I want two kids in daycare, let's say it's on the low end, forty thousand dollars just gone. And I and I get it, right? It's a privilege to have daycare. Not everybody, whatever, mm-hmm. but it is. It really makes you think short term instead of long term, where you go, well, it doesn't make sense for me to work. I could just, right. you know. And so, I. I think that is such an interesting conversation we're having, too, because there's a lot of people I know, like we talked about dinks, the dual income, no kids, that Mm. are going that route because of all those factors, and that plays a big part in it. No doubt. Well, I think I mentioned a couple of days ago that Andy and I went to the store and bought a bunch of groceries, came home and had everybody guess how much those groceries cost, kind of laid them out on the table. How much do you think this costs? And they kind of agreed. They centered on the number $130. Yeah. Right? It was $300. Gold? Yeah. $300 to run to the grocery store. Now, we, I think there were like three bags. It wasn't like we bought the store out. No. We didn't buy, like we bought steak, but we didn't buy that at the expense of like Wagyu or anything like that. Yeah. I just, $300 to yeah. buy groceries? Yeah. $300 of groceries, you know, back in my day used to be like mom <laughs> would come in with like a two fistfuls of grocery bags and be like, put your shoes on. We got to go get the rest of it. Oh, that feeling of throwing (laughs) on random people's shoes. I'm wearing my mom's high heels as I kind of walk (laughs) outside. Yeah, Yeah. And and nowadays, $300 worth of groceries just is like two bags. The box of wheat thins and like water. Right. For 300 bucks. Yep. Wheat thins and water for $300. That's all there is. I mean, look, I know everybody's got to make a living. Everybody can do this, can do that, blah, 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 blah. But... Seriously, I, you find these articles once in a while. Like, um, the studio where you guys are right now, I don't know if it's still there, but uh, Jimmy Francis brought in a couple of real old newspapers, mm-hmm. and they're kind of mm-hmm. sitting in that where the kids go and play in the tent when they come in with Alex. Oh, okay. There's a newspaper in there, and honest to God, it's like a new car for sale. Come in today. Under a thousand dollars for a car? I'm like, what? Hell yeah, I'll take two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, you look back and the, the rapid growth. And here's the problem for you guys, not for me, because I'm at the point where, you know, it's not going to change that much for the rest of my life. But you guys are going to get to a point in your life when you're going to be paying $600 for a, a trip to the grocery store. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And hopefully, you know, the thing that sucks, right, like, is that you would hope that your income grows with that, but it's mm-hmm. not guaranteed. And that's where you go, oh, that's rough. Like, me and Justin, we we would love to have another kid, but mm-hmm. um, that's – it's a hard pill to swallow is that there will be a it few is. years where we're not going to be – looking at new cars or looking at vacations and and we'll be fine we're in a great spot but we do have to buckle down for those first probably five years of the kiddos lives which is a sacrifice we're you know willing to make and i'm not trying to be like well you have you know we have to have kids we don't but it's just 
it's changed because there used to be a time where you could afford to have one person work and it wasn't that big of a deal. And yeah. Yep. Or you could have two people work. My mom was a teacher and, you know, my dad um, was whatever. I don't, <laughs> but like it was. <laughs> my dad was whatever. Let's get Janice Dickinson back on right? the phone. <laughs> um, oh God, I can't compare my life to hers. Um, oh God, no, no, I did. Cause they weren't married. I was, they got divorced when I was five. So I, right. he was a pharmacist. He had a, he had a pharmacy in Williston. And there was a time where that was a, they were wealthy in their own way mm -hmm. because True. they had two jobs and daycare was just not even a factor in their mind. So I think the problem is, is when things, one things grow and the others don't, you know, the housing market was insane for a while and hopefully yeah, it calms yeah. down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, what do you have to make now in order to live a comfortable, not just comfortable, but uh, a step above a comfortable life. You, you got to be making around 100 Gs a year, don't you? Yeah. Oh. I think that's the minimum now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the minimum now, making 100 Gs a year so, to live comfortably. Yeah, I would say if you want to have, like, an adequate, you know, not a dump, like you're not living in the projects, you want to, you know, not be paycheck to paycheck and, you know, live mm -hmm. a, you know, have kind of, I would say, like a work-life balance where you're going out and having fun, not just staying home. Yeah, I would say probably yeah. 100,000 is probably what it would take to get there. Especially just, if you have other people in your life to support. And I think more than that, if you're looking to, like, purchase a home as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't. If you, yeah. if you have a house already, then, yeah, then 100000 might be able to take care of it. But, like, if you're in a position like Tevin or I, Tevin, mm -hmm. you don't own a home, correct? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I tried to buy a house during the whole everybody's oh, trying yeah. to buy a house. And when every time they were like, if you're not going $20,000 over asking – don't even bother. And I yeah. Was like, right. Yeah, and I'm I don't out. need any, I don't, no inspections, oh, no nothing. No Give me all the inspection. <laughs> like you could, you eh, maybe there's a hole in the roof, maybe not, it's but it's uh, still, just go. But yeah, if you're looking to buy a house, you need more than that for sure. Mm -hmm. So where do we, I mean, because that's what, you know, inflation edges up after rapid cooling in most of 2023. Uh, so you're going to run and get a burger, some fries and a, and a large soda. And it's going to cost you what? $25. I mean, we, it's funny too. Cause like I almost punched Justin right in his beautiful face yesterday. <laughs> I went to Costco and I'm pretty good at, at making Costco work for us. I got, I love Costco. I got a big piece of salmon and I, we have to, we make it that day. And then we go, go loves it. And so us three eat that for like, two to three meals you know there's lunch like the next couple days like i make mm -hmm. it and then divide it up um he looked at me after i did the big costco run organized everything freezed half the stuff all the stuff and he looks at me he goes we should get pizza tonight <laughs> <laughs> you bust your ass and he wants pizza i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sitting here working for our like trying to make our paycheck work for us right. and you're like let's have a, like let's splurge i'm like this salmon has a deadline like we can't eat it five days later right so you're eating salmon tonight and 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 the fact that i have to say that in a way that sounds like punishment <laughs> makes me hate you right yeah. now well some people just i feel like my girlfriend is kind of the same way where yeah. she'll go buy groceries but then in her mind none of this is ever going to expire <laughs> and so like what is like, wrong no, with you like these vegetables don't last forever like no. let's make some stuff today tomorrow the next day i had to treat pushing. him like a child and i said okay we have open we have a one open night this week is friday night i go why don't we do a pizza night friday he goes that sounds great i was like yeah it does bitch so shut up bitch. <laughs>
It's funny you bring up Costco. I just saw this guy on TikTok who he he did a challenge for himself. A week straight, he only got the Costco dollar in drink like for every meal. Sounds so, awesome. He said he spent Ooh. like 44 bucks and a little change on a hot dog for breakfast with a pop. Yeah. Same thing for lunch, same thing for dinner. He said he lost five pounds. The only thing that was bad uh, was like his so bowel movements looked sodium like. Sodium would be high yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. not great. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, that, that's where I thought you were going with the Costco. Oh. Like that's the best money-saving hack uh, ever. Yeah. $1.50 for They refuse to raise the price on that too, Tom. There's two things at Costco that you they actually lose money on. And one is the rotisserie chicken. And they Delicious. Put, yep, and they put it way in the back, so you have to like snake your way back there. You, there, it's impossible. Like I have tried as a challenge to be like, I'm just gonna pick up a chicken. I've never done it. I've never seen. I'm like fine pretzels as well. <laughs> and then the other one is the hot dog and drink after, where you chill out, decompress what just happened to you in the chaos that is Costco. And I always tell myself, Brittany, you're allowed to get that if you want, but I like never have like since my childhood, I can't wait till GoGo is old enough where I use that as like a, and then after we'll sit and have a hot dog. Like that is the vibe I'm going for. Now, one thing I do love about Costco is like when you buy a bag of caramel corn and you have to get a pickup to get it home. I know. Don't. I love gigantic things of snacks. It's phenomenal we have a lot of rules about costco and one is you do not experiment in costco like if you're like oh i wonder if i'd like this flavor for the next year of our life like no you you go there you go you the unknowns are our cub byerly's trader joe's you can hit up the unknowns there but not at costco we're not trying to like try something for the first time there that's for sure did costco do curbside during like the pandemic where people bring out I can't yep. even imagine that must have their business. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine like the employee having to haul out his fiftieth <laughs> tub of cheese puffs to somebody's car? Like, yeah, just a whole workout. And the one thing I got to tell you, you just brought back this—it's a memory, so it works for me. Back when I used to work at the Q, and I'd go to Costco over there in uh, St. Louis Park. Mm-hmm. I spent about ten percent of the time shopping, and the other ninety percent of the time talking to listeners. I Every believe it. Time I went to Costco. It's like, I'll be home in a few hours, honey. Don't worry about it. Everything is good. I mean, they were very nice people, but I could see that Costco would be the headquarters for our type of listener. Thousand percent. Thousand no percent. I first off, I run into so many people I know at Costco. I've like yeah. quit being extremely scrubby when I go there because I'm always like, oh hey, everybody. <laughs> From can, in my life at one moment. Can we do a live show from <gasps> Costco? I can't even tell oh you. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that what? is amazing. I talked to Bernie yesterday about advertisers. I want somebody to call Costco and see if we can do a live show from Costco, but only if they advertise. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I literally, Tom, like, I feel like you are the same way. I can tell you the top five things you need to get at Costco every oh, time yeah. you go. I could make – I know – that place inside, I, lo- I freaking love Costco. It also was one of the last places I went before it was officially the pandemic. And people had this extreme urge to buy bottles of water. Um, I don't, I remember, we really? all remember the toilet paper thing. Mm-hmm. But like, I think yeah. people forget yep. that people also acted like we we're about to have a radioactive. Uh, <laughs> like a fallout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Post pandemic, or not like a post apocalyptic world yeah. where like everything's radiation. Because. People were buying con- so much bottled water. And I kept having the mm-hmm. thought of like, 
if we were relying on that water, that wouldn't last long. No. Well, people lost their minds. I had a friend that during the whole rush to grocery stores was like, what if like civilization falls and we have to leave the city? I was like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's calm well, down. It's fallen now, so you, yeah. you might have been prescient. What is this name of the sandwich? That's, I think it's a roast beef sandwich that comes on like a Subway bun. Is it you know? so, it's like the pre-made one? Yes. Um, oh, I, I think they it. have the, the – yeah, it's like a roast beef sandwich. Um, that's I, – I haven't had that one, but do you ever get the pre-made taco set? That's yes. a good one. I'm telling you, that sandwich is phenomenal. I don't yeah. know. They got, they got a name for it, but I don't remember what it is. But, yeah, the takeaway food from Costco. I love Costco. I yeah. love anything, everything about Costco. Oh, do you guys it's get the, the cauliflower crust pizza? Oh, I'm sure we have, yeah. Absolutely. I know. I see the face that Tevin is currently making. Not I, doing it? I No, wait. Before you say anything, <laughs> I have a neighbor, Brian Golden, and he is a purist, and he is a man who will not skimp. I made that pizza for him, and he goes, this might be better than the normal crust because it's oh. a little bit – You guys, I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing no, it in. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it, we'll do. We it, have a purebred Italian on the show tomorrow with Bob Sands. I want to hear his take on cauliflower crust pizza. Yeah. And it has True. nothing to do with the cauliflower crust. I'm sure it tastes fine, all of that. Fine is an understatement. But the love fine that you have enough. for Costco, people – it's like CrossFit or being a vegan – or anything else, or being a Scientologist. Like, you can never run into somebody with a Costco membership that's not going to talk like Britney's When I was a nanny for a very, very beautiful, um, blessed family, they gave me a Costco membership. I would be at Ooh. bars talking to random people, showing them my Costco membership. <laughs> there's, there's a video. There's a video of two young people, probably in their, like, early 20s at a baseball game, and the uh, camera, like, pans to them, and he's going through his wallet, and he pulls out a Costco <laughs> card, oh. and the girl's face is like, oh, that is oh, my gosh. I would literally be, like, talking to random people if I didn't even take to talk about next day. I'd be, I'd be like, do you want toilet paper for a year? Because that's what I would do. I'd be like, I'll meet you there. You can use my – I would – Brag about it was such a flex in my twenties to have a Costco. Memory. I imagine Brittany showing up to the bar. It's like up to the bouncer. All right, uh, sweetie, I need to see some ID. She pulls out this. Uh, yeah, this is a Costco, Costco card? membership yeah. card. Oh, sir, my right. mistake. Sorry. That's, that's how she bribes <laughs> her way out of cop second. tickets. Yeah. Sorry, my dick is huge is all I'd say oh, after God. that. Oh, my God. It's funny you brought up the toilet paper. My mom is an avid Costco goer. Obviously, and she's we were having a conversation yeah. very similar to this. And I go, yeah, I just don't have a use for a Costco membership. I don't need to buy everything in bulk. She's like, oh, you don't have to buy everything in bulk. And, like, tells me how I, you don't have – not everything's in bulk. I go downstairs in her basement, yeah. and there's just – a wall a bulk, yes. of bulk everything toilet paper uh, yep. like paper towels like wow the point right here proven yeah i don't need a costco membership i don't need you a need year it. supply of oh so you just paper. treat her basement like your own personal costco like i'll take two rolls of i mean i'm not paper. saying i mask up and go rob her house every other week but yeah you know if we got to you got to you know what i love about costco hmm. You just walk in and you go, okay, I'd like some potato chips and yeah. popcorn, an entire swimming pool, and that entire home video set up. Yeah. It, <laughs> they got they everything. Have, they've got really good golf clubs, too, apparently. Okay. Yeah, they their, do, their yeah. Their furniture is really good. Apparently, Furniture's they got, like, great. couches. You guys, I literally – so I – Justin and I have been trying to share some of, like, the duties, and one of my big ones is grocery shopping. I'm kind of obsessed with, like, food. And so he's been – I've been – he's been taking more of that on. 
when he goes to Costco, I'll like send him there with like a list of five things. And I say, and then I'll write in the bottom, get yourself a treat. Like pick one <laughs> container treat thing. I have to limit him because he's a sugaraholic. I feel so bad for Justin. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. Just, I have from day one. Okay. <laughs> day one. A 35-year-old child. So Justin, I will blink if you need help. <laughs> don't don't do it, Justin. I'll be home. Um he will literally I first off, I know it's gonna take at least two hours. He likes to peruse and he'll send me the craziest things, like a picture of a trampoline, and he's like, it's only $3.99. And I'm like, Get out of there. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm to the point where I don't even want to send him in the big car because the things he comes back with, I'm like, oh, yeah. What? What? He's like, I don't know. I thought we need how many batteries do we need? I was like, zero. We need zero batteries. All, all I've heard from you is that Justin is, he's a homebody. He doesn't like to really go out as often as maybe like an extrovert as you yeah. maybe might yeah. want to and all this stuff. So you're telling me that his one hobby, it sounds like, is perusing Costco. And you can't even let him have that. Uh, his hobby is going to Costco and spending money or going to Golf Zone, the indoor. Um, like simulator? Mm-hmm. No, it's like a, it's a driving range that's heated in Shakopee that he's obsessed with. Oh, Tom, he's obsessed with it. Like literally Mm -hmm. to the point where he walks in and the guy goes, you'll have your Pepsi? And he goes, I'll have my Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look who's here. So like- What is this, cheers? He is, Justin's lovely. He's super, he's, he's, he's the yin to my yang. Let the man peruse. I know, I was waiting for you to get mad at me. Did you see me pause? Yep, yin. I know. Um, you do that on purpose. I know, because I always stop and go, I know he's going to get mad. The ying <laughs> to my yang. You ying yang. What would that? What movie is that? What the hell are you looking for, you ying yang? Well, what I, movie was that? Doesn't it irk you that it's the ying yang twins? Doesn't that make you mad? Of course. Yeah. But everything makes me mad, so I settle right in. Yeah. You know how that goes. It's just how life goes. No question. Oh, I suppose we better take a break in a couple of seconds here. Well, you got a couple of minutes, I guess, but we have a guest coming up at about uh, 10 too. So, uh, no, I, I seriously, I never expected the first time I went into a Costco, I thought, oh my God, it's going to be. See, you guys are too young to remember places like, um, oh God, what were the names? Zare Shopper City, Ooh, places like that. Sounds fancy. There was a place called Shopper City, and then before it was Bears, it was something else. It was somebody, blah, 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 Shopper City. And everybody in my neighborhood referred to it as Shitty City because it was. And I am not kidding you. I don't know what it was, the air freshener they used or what. I don't know what the hell it was. But you could buy some crackers, and you could buy a dozen hot dogs, and then you could buy some horse meat. And it all tasted exactly the same. Oh, no. It smelled the same. It t- I don't know what the hell that was, but it all tasted and smelled the same. I I got to get on that Aldi thing. I have trouble with Aldi. Aldi. I've only went one time, and it felt – I think I was in a weird mood, and I the organization of it felt a little chaotic. My neighbor Priscilla swears by Aldi, and the food she makes there is great. So I got yeah, like, great. Aldi's a good outfit. Yeah. I got to get back on the Aldi. And I, no hate to Sam's Club. I'm just in a Sam's Club desert in Eden Prairie that I don't right. have one. So, <clears throat> yep. Well, look, look at all the wisdom we've passed along to listeners this morning. Yeah, and I guess uh, I, t- I talk a lot of shit about Justin. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> 
No, we like it, actually, okay, to tell you cool. the truth. No problem. Just a mess. Because my wife does the same thing, so I'm used to it. Perfect. Brittany just, like, gives Justin a little pat on the head before he goes out to Costco. I'm like, get yourself one treat. Say it. Oh, one treat. One treat is <laughs> eight Idiot. months of treat. Okay? <laughs> but but you did it because I kind of wanted to. <laughs> uh-huh. I like that. Say it. Say it. Say it back. Repeat after me. <laughs> All right. We do have to take a break for just a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, about uh, 9.50 this morning. Robert Carradine. Yes, that Carradine family. Uh, the night they came home. The film will be available in select theaters on demand and digital January 12th. So tomorrow, right? Yeah, you don't cut. Today's the 11th. January's almost half over already. That's amazing. Yeah, that is crazy. Oh, yeah. So the night they came home, we'll talk to Robert Carradine about that right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, Your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key. West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. 
for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. 